voice. Of course, my cell phone vibrates as soon as we start our well, episode. Yeah. Par for the course. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, it's vibrating because it's going live on the Twitter. Oh, okay. But we are doing this live, Harry. This is not no pre-recorded donkey podcast. <laughs> this is a live stream. It is a donkey podcast, but it's a live donkey podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's yeah, the 43rd episode of the Donkey Ajis podcast. Wow, 43. Now, we, we missed a week or two, but we're... Just one. Is it just one? So we yeah, when just, did we start this thing then? I thought we started in early December last well, we year. Took, we made it an easy summer hair. Oh, that's we right. We only did a lot of time off at the yeah, summer. Yeah, that's right. We did uh, every other week, I think, during the summer, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we deserved wow. a little rest. We fucking yeah. earned it. <laughs> yeah, this football season stuff wears me the fuck out, man. Yeah, you get one Honestly. down nub at this point, right? Seriously, yeah. You can rejuvenate when the playoffs come back. Like you'll get, you'll get your, you get. Your oh yeah. Oh, back. I'm not, I'm not tired of it. Believe me. I mean, you know, between yeah. the college and the pro, and you know, doing all the different shows, and I do a show for Monday Night Football at halftime. You know, you're just, you're just so busy that uh, you feel like you're, you know, you're just constantly doing a show. Yeah. You you're know, constantly in show mode. You're like living yeah. Bruno's life. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not exactly. No, no. You want to um, knock one of these? Uh, yeah, because Bra- uh, we'll get Brace in here. Yeah, We're going to talk a little World Cup yeah. with a soccer savant. Yeah, the pitch, Harry. We're That's gonna right. Talk about We're gonna the game go... on the pitch. Exactly. <laughs> And the World Cup, I'm betting the World Cup. I've I've made a couple of bets, and we're going to find out really how to bet it uh, with our next guest. But first, I got to tell you about Wealth Advisory Services, because if you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and the entire team have over a hundred years of first class service, working with all different levels of investors across the country. Now, there's something more powerful than luck or coincidence that will help bring financial independence within reach. It's called planning. And as professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. They're located in Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, a personal approach to managing your wealth. My safest bet was that you were going to bet the the World Cup. <laughs> well, yeah. Yesterday, I had uh, I took Mexico minus a half a goal, and oh. they ended up winning a game, but falling short of the second round because there's. I got to ask uh, Brace about this too. There was some stupid tiebreaker that prevented Mexico from moving on. Poland actually moved on with Argentina within that group, but they had the same amount of points. You know, the goal differential was all the same. But what was that tiebreaker, Sean, that Poland moved on by virtue of? That was what, none other than the FIFA fair play. How about that? It came down fair to Fair play? Yeah, fair play, FIFA fair play. It came down to yellow cards. And Mex- Mexico had seven yellow cards to uh, Poland's four. So, wow. see ya, Mexico. Yeah. Well, what, what a... Well, the Flyers would never move on back in the day if there was a fair play rule, right? It went by penalty minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, thanks for explaining that. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, I mean, look, all the other tiebreakers came into play, and, and of course, goals counts more than most. And mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, Mexico scored one, got taken off, 
And then in the polling, I forget, it, it it got really dicey down the stretch. And, of course, offsides has just been rearing its ugly head a lot throughout yeah. the course of this uh, tournament so far. But uh, it took a goal away, and Mexico would advance. But, well, uh, here's the thing I like, though, about what soccer does at this level. They go to video for everything. And it's almost like tennis, where they really figure out whether the, you're in or out or offsides or onsides. Like, they get it right. Yeah, you know, and and look, for me, it's uh, comparing it to other sports. I look at what we're going to get in baseball soon, where it's mm -hmm. the strike zone, the automatic strike zone, which I still think is going to deal with some people that are going to be naysayers in the beginning. But all in all, you're going to have that moment where it's like the umpire is going to look strike three, you know, so you're going to have the suspense, but mm -hmm. the call will be right. And that's all we care about. Right. I, you, granted, I want to be the theater of the mind. I want to be, oh, my God, which way is it going to go? But I just want the call to be right. I don't know, man. They're showing these blueprints, you know, these virtual reality still frames. And I'm still looking going, is that really offsides? Like, I thought we should add our second one against Iran, but it was called right. off by a hair. It's Iran, by the way. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I got to get that right because I plan on visiting there in two years. Me you know, too, so. yeah. They're, they're You're going there on really holiday. Nice golf courses over there. I got to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Said no one ever. <laughs> well, there he is. Yeah. Uh, from the Fox the Gambler, at Sean Brace on Twitter, underscore Brace, I should say. He joins us. It is Sean Brace. What's going on, brother? Gentlemen, I just, I, I'm going to spit coffee all over the place. I'll let Jim Rome when Harry was dropping F bombs about all the football games we're doing. And, <laughs> Martinez, I know you're getting ready to get going here with, of course, Flyers already kicked off. and uh, They have? The are they? <laughs> Wait, the Flyers started already? <laughs> are they? <laughs> did they get the memo? <laughs> yeah. They did for the first week. Right. Ever since yeah. then, they've been on a little vacation mode. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy time for all of us, and that's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, well, tell everybody how they can how they can find you because you got so much going on over there at Fox Sports, the Gambler, and you got something coming. You're doing something now too with DraftKings right around the NFL games. I appreciate that, Harry. Yeah, and swinging and ding, it's one of our most uh, popular shows on the station as a whole. Shout out to you, Moose and Danielle, and everybody that joins the show week after week. But uh, at Fox PHL Gambler on socials and and FoxPHLGambler.com, real easy to find there. We're a streaming station. We do have the AM, the FM sticks, but it's twenty. 22 health 2023 in less than a month so we're a streaming station good cool uh, cool thing that you just brought up though man i'm really excited i got a new project that is coming up here brace for winnings ah whoa. i've been i've been pitched many things with my name over the last few years and nothing has ever hit me mm -hmm. uh but of course nothing's carried a paycheck like this either so um you know brace for winnings is the nice. name of the show and uh teaming up with DraftKings and iHeartRadio, it's a national push and we're going to do the final four weeks of the NFL regular season into the playoffs and Super Bowl. All things NFL. I got the great John Jansen joining me, helping out a lot. We're going to get some other DraftKings personalities involved. It's kicking off on December the 15th. Looking forward to it. Oh, Does Jansen nice. ever sleep? No. No, no, no. So. That, that, yeah. I, I, I have to be honest with you. I just would be a terrible dad if it wasn't for John Jansen. Um, <laughs> I'd be a very non-existent jet dad if that was the case, but uh yeah, he's 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 man. He's a hard worker. Did you see him stirring it up with Kurt Warner over the weekend? I did. I did. <laughs> that was great. Is that over Warner's kid? Yeah, Kurt Warner searched his kid's name on okay. Twitter. Oh, don't do that. Wow. Yeah. That's Tell never me about good. It. 
Don't search your own and don't I search love a Kurt kid. Warner's kid. Yeah, well, and, and Jansen, look, Me he's too. an East Carolina guy, so yeah. he came in with that, yeah. and he was tweaking some Temple people that, yeah. you know, we had with the station having some fun. He said something about his arm being weak, and then he went off and had, like, an unbelievable day. I'm like, not bad yeah. for a weak arm. Joe Montana's arm was weak, too. Uh, yeah. This just I, in. I thought Jalen Hurts had a weak arm. I guess I was wrong about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he searched EJ, and the next thing you know, he came at him. And I think he came at him because he was in – he looked at, you know, he's a he's a, a guy in the media. So he's like, don't – you know, that's a weak comment. But, I mean, mm. damn, Kurt, you know, yeah. searching your kid's name. You that bored? <laughs> yeah, don't put a Google alert on your kid's name. I know. I know. I just, just hope the kid that. doesn't doesn't leave. You know, with yeah. this transfer stuff now, you get you got to hold your breath anytime somebody plays well. You're like, you know, at a place like Temple, because we always we always have that sort of that inferiority complex. If you you know follow Temple football, like, oh wow, the kid's blowing up now. Maybe he can go play closer to home and play in the Pac-12 or something, since everybody realized he's legit. And they missed yeah. him at the original opportunity. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're right. That. That, that that's one of those things for Temple. Like this kid may be going, look, I, I maybe have a path to the NFL here. Mm-hmm. And they go play in Florida. Yeah. Well, you got a path to the NFL at Temple. I got news for you. They put a, plenty of guys in there. All right, but yeah. let's talk Fair. soccer because we're we're bringing on uh, Sean specifically because he's a soccer savant. Yeah. Does he have when a did, scarf on, Harry? Yeah. Look at this. Like, when when did all this soccer? Have you always been a soccer honk? No. Okay. No. That's the crazy thing here. Um, 2012, I started getting into it. Okay. Yeah. And it had, you know, I remember doing a show with Pat Gallon at Andy's diner in like 2010 and, and he brought up soccer and I was like, I don't know, man, I got so much other stuff going on. I can't keep up with soccer. And, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, the union really opened it up for me. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie. I got out to a union game and I'm like, huh. This is cool. Beating the drums with the Sanja Ben. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Out there with them, Bo. Let's go. And wow. uh, next thing you know, I, I, you know, my my brother when he was alive, he was a Manchester United fan. So me and my brother never connected over anything, and 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 I just was like, all right, I'd love to get an EPL team. And oh, by the way, that's a team that likes to spend money, and I've never had one of those. Right. So uh, why not become a fan of Manchester United? And ever since then, they haven't been all that good, which is great, but. Yeah, you know, look, it started with the union. I love the game. I absolutely love the game. And you know what my favorite part about the game is? 90 minutes in and out. That's right. it. No commercials either. No, no commercials. Well, well, not in the World Go. Cup, though, because they're going to add nine or ten minutes on to each half. I mean, how about that? Yeah. This is more extra time. time than I've ever seen. Yeah, and they just make up the rules as they go. It's like, yeah. is it really that difficult to have the clock? Like college, right. college soccer, they count down from 45. Okay. The ref has the clock. And ho home, let's just go to zero. That's yeah. it. You know, like, right. is it really it, that difficult? But who isn't knows? it weird, Brace? Like, I, I got into Formula One and it got its hooks totally into me. It's, it's this whole other European world mm-hmm. that in our little four for four bubble we didn't know existed. And then we get exposed to it and we're like, God, first of all, 90 minutes in and out, same thing as Formula One, no commercials. Mm-hmm. Really? And th- I, people go, How did you get into Formula One? I go, it's n- It doesn't give me the finger. Like Philadelphia sports. Philadelphia sports gives me the finger quite often. Like, okay. you know what? You're a fan. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like that stuff, like that whole thing going on over there, whether it's EPL or Formula One for me, like it totally got its hooks into me because it's so different. Like the way the fans are. Yeah. And there's this whole legion of people making 
gazillions of fucking dollars that mm-hmm. I didn't even know existed. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, before I started watching, it's wild. Well, the union gave me the middle finger, and and one of the tough. Well, that's local though. See, that's the problem. Game. Yeah, local. yeah. And and I mean that with all due respect, because they they had an unbelievable season. They went out there, but what a brutal loss. That I yeah. I still haven't been able to think Take it. Uh, about that game at all. But you know, what are you going to do? You got to move on and roll on with the punches, right? World Cup, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And then you had the United States men's team lose to Wales or or, or draw where they drew with Wales because Gareth Bale got tackled. In the penalty box. Yeah, that was. I mean, that, Jesus, that was a tough result, and and that's why you know that game against Iran. Am yes. I saying it right? Um, yes. You know, was was really like, whoo. I yeah. mean, that that uh, I, I got done doing the show. We were doing a live show during it and cutting in and, and taking some breathers as we went to the live action. But as soon as that game was over, I just was like, oh my goodness, like. I yeah. feel like I just ran three miles there. Like that, that was a was... pressure-packed yep. game. There's no doubt. I mean, there's so much pressure on Pulisic, Tension. and he scores the goal, then gets and gets his nuts put up inside his throat as a result of it. I mean, I felt really that was an awful collision. Yeah, the you know, ends up jewels. in the hospital. You know, they, they, now what's the latest on that? They say he's going to play on uh, this weekend. A bruise to the pelvic region, which okay. I, I believe lower well, body was, injury, Harry. Yeah, yeah the lower, LBI, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I've walked out of risque with a bruise to pelvic injury yeah. a few times, but you know, I didn't have to play a game the following day. Uh, apparently, he's going to be good to go. I mean, okay. he's Captain America. Uh, he is the backbone of this whole operation, although not the captain. Tyler Adams is, but mm-hmm. Christian Pulisic is is the guy. And uh, if he's not out there, it's it's going to be a tough tough uh, spot for USA to, to get over the hump and beat the Netherlands on Saturday. But um, I do believe that they have a pretty good guy in Brendan Aronson from the Philadelphia union right. that would replace uh, Pulisic if he could not go, but it, it's Christian Pulisic's going. I mean, he was back at the hotel celebrating with the team when they came back in. Right. Yeah. Aronson from South Jersey, right? Yeah. The kid's yeah. a stud. He's a stud. And he's, he's one of those guys that I was screaming should start not because of the home cooking. He just pushes and he's a guy that creates. And um, for those games that they won against Mexico and in and, and us United States men's soccer had a really good run, um, you know, in, in the open cup. And um, there was another tournament. Uh, forgive me over the summer that they won over Mexico as well. And Aronson was a big piece and he just pushes and creates. He's mm-hmm. so fast and so shifty and, and hell, even against Iran, when we were parking the bus, which I didn't believe was the best strategy, but who am I to second guess the coach right. here? Uh, Aronson almost made uh, one defender miss and he was the only goal or only guy to score a goal in that second half, but it didn't happen. So, yeah. Hey, we're on really the Saturday, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really young, really yeah. young. And, and uh, and gifted as they say. Blessed. From, from what I understand, the the under eighteen or under nineteen, whatever uh, team for the United States is even better. Like they've got some real studs in yeah, the, the pipeline. pipeline. Yeah. From what I believe, so they just won the under twenty. If I'm not, hopefully I'm getting this right. The under twenty World Cup. Uh, and and Paxton Aronson, his younger brother, won the golden boot for that tournament. Ah. Now he's playing in Germany. He just got picked up. He's out in Germany. The Philadelphia Union have four other kids that started on that team. I mean, it's it's wow. here in our backyard. It's right here in King of Prussia at the YSC Academy. It's just, right. It's incredible to see this happening. But, it's right uh, down the street from my house. There you go. Yeah, I know there where that go. is. Yeah. yeah, put on your boots yeah. and go go tackle a kid. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you right down there, H and do a yeah. little. Kick, a, kick around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now, now, this Netherlands team, yeah. they're a bit of a wagon, aren't they? Yes. You know, this is a team that, uh, look, there's some similarities as far as the 2018 goes because they missed the World Cup and they hit the reset button. Uh, Van Gaal's a really good coach. 
but uh, they they needed to go out there and come with a new strategy, get a little bit younger, of, of course. Uh, I believe 2010, they were runner-up or finished third. 2014, they, I think they were uh, finished third in the World Cup. So this is a team that's been there and done that and, and has the expectations to win it all. And, uh, you know, we're in a different boat when it comes to that as far as Saturday is concerned. But I feel like we're playing with house money. But I think we can run with anybody. I really do believe that. Like, uh, our strengths, what we just showed on, on in that game against England, if we want to play defensive soccer, it's not so much park the bus. It's, it's you know what, let's defend like, you know, our, our guns are blazing. Our skilled players are out there with their extreme athleticism. We can run with anybody. I do believe that. Um, you know, I would probably pipe down if it was a game against Brazil or, you know, mm-hmm. Argentina. But the Netherlands on Saturday, I absolutely do believe we can. And I think the sports books are telling us that, that we are a live dog with the numbers we've seen. So, Well, how's, how's been your, your, your wagering for the World Cup? You know, look, uh, my strength from 2018's World Cup was the knockout round. You know, I I, I like to uh, get past the sniff and butt stage of these mm. qualifiers, right, and see who's who and what's yeah. what. And then, okay, now let's go. Okay, you, you let's put the money on a team that's going to advance. That's what I fully recommend for anybody that's going to wager on these games. I get it. If you're going to take a favorite, you're going to look at like a minus 210, mm-hmm. minus 220 price. You got to look at, you know, that's a number one pitcher getting a start, right, in a playoff right. game. So you're taking a Kershaw. You're taking, you know, one of these top, not Verlander, whatever it may be. Um, but on the flip side of that, I believe USA can win. Of course, there's going to be a ton of money on the United States. They're at plus 175 to advance. That's a nice little price right there. I go to advance, and then I'll sprinkle on some goal scorers to have some fun. But for the other teams that aren't including Team USA, it's going to be straight up to advance, maybe the under over on the far as the goals are concerned, because what you're seeing throughout the course of these group stage, if a team's not scoring three, four goals, it's probably not in their DNA to do so. So the under like the US. Two, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Unfortunately. Yep. So that's why I think that we're going to have to park the bus a little bit here and hope our athleticism will lead the charge. So is it park the bus and be on the counterattack kind of a team? Is that exactly. Is that the, okay. Exactly. Because they have the horses up top now um, on the wings. Excuse me. That's the thing that we're missing the most is the striker. And I thought a guy like Josh Sargent would have rose up to the occasion. I thought he played well in that first game against Wales. Um, he had an opportunity in that first half, second half or the second game, they pulled him out and we went straight up with the defensive mindset, played to a zero, zero result against England. And then in game three against Iran, um, mm. he was back out there, but he got hurt. So his ankles a little dinged up. I fully expect him to be back out there again. It's the world cup. These guys are on the other side of the globe, so they're going to give it a go. But you know, I, I, he didn't really show me what I was hoping to see in that game against Iran. Um, but I think a lot had to do with the way that Iran was playing the game where all they needed was a push, a, 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 you know, a tie, a draw, whatever you want to say, and they advanced. Mm-hmm. So they had five guys in the box. So yeah. Sergeant couldn't re- – our striker couldn't get up close. You know, he had to be back. So it's mm-hmm. just the ebbs and flows of these games, and that's what really makes these games really fun to watch. But, but that's um, the difference hey, in is... the knockout round. You're not just going to play passive for a tie. Right. This is it. And oh, I yeah. really do it. I, I want Burhalter to open it up. I do. Like, you know what? If we lose here, it happens. We're swimming. young. We're the youngest. We're the youngest team there. Under tw- the average age is 24 as far as our starting 11 was mm. concerned. Open it up and let the kids play. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brace, is there a way that they could end? Like, you hate to see these end with, in a penalty kick situation. And in the sport where there's just not a ton of goal scoring, so, I mean, you can't just let them play in perpetuity because they could play 
one one or zero zero for eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But is there a way to to have a resolution to these games without it being the penalty? I mean, the, the net's the size of a fucking eighteen wheeler. <laughs> you know what I mean? They should br- they should bring a hockey net out yeah. for the overtime. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. Get into that. Bring a goaler out, Harry. <laughs> It's a good question. Now the Flyers would suck in the shootout. Well, yeah. they would. Yeah, they they'd miss the net. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, look, you just saw Messi yesterday. You know, the yeah. greatest goal scorer what I've ever seen, and he, yeah, this penalty was knocked to the left. Now that goalie was like Stretch Armstrong. That dude was yeah. so tall in there, but uh, you know, you get into that pressure pack situation, and and forgive me for bringing up the Union here, I think that's kind of what bit him in the backside in NMLS Cup. It was like, whoa, they gave up that goal in the last. Pressure got to him a little bit, and next thing you know, they they lost because of penalties. But you're right, Martinez. I mean, you can't expect these guys to run around for three hours. You got to draw the line somewhere. So yeah. they played two 15-minute halves plus the extra time, and if there's nothing settled at that point in time, then you got to go to goal kicks. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people out there pitching that idea. that the, I would say that the popular play right now – for us versus netherlands on saturday is the draw it's the three-way action and it's plus 230 right now so you take that say it's one one they go to extra time they go to the two 15 minute halves you come away with a winner uh for me i just like to go with the two advance let's go to pks and if they advance because of pks so be it let's go yeah did you happen to see i'm sure you saw it the manager for saudi arabia talked to the team at halftime of the game last week he's this french guy he's a really good looking french dude that played for the french national team in the 90s or 80s or whatever it was dude he lit into him he was like tortorella or la violette i it was unbelievable you got to research it online you will love it they say because then he has an interpreter like he's yelling in english at these guys and then the interpreter gives it to him in arabic or whatever whatever it is and it was renard yes that's him that's yeah yeah they they say he looks like jamie lannister from game of thrones yes yes and and they had the upset victory right from the jump beat argentina right yeah yeah Argentina. so he had something going no you know it's it's these all these crazy stories are yeah, it's unfortunate when you put a, a, a World Cup in, in the in the area that it is, everything yeah. that's going to, you know, rear its ugly head. But there's a lot of good stories that are coming out, really cool stuff, a lot of personalities. And and now it's do or die. It's 16. Well, I should, probably shouldn't say that. Um, it's down to 16 here. So a winner go home. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing All right, man. Is- speech is incredible so yeah yeah you gotta go back and listen so you gotta watch you'll love it jason it's like hockey it's it's really fire up the boys up here i'll tell you you're not gonna sniff it up i'm telling you now you're not playing (laughs) (laughs) i'll just tell you this much man as i'm looking at real quick let me just pull up the team futures here we're not settled just yet as far as what this bracket looks like and uh we still got what two more days i think with today yeah. afternoon and tomorrow brazil is plus 275 france five to one argentina five to one spain eight to one that's who i got spain. spain yeah yeah i was leaning spain i was a little worried how young they were but man i know it's tough to do here but back to back watch yeah. out for the french man oh yeah Mbappe is a beast yeah, he is Spaniard. he really is Dude, that whole French or that whole uh, Spanish team is Barcelona and Real Madrid. I mean, how can you go wrong? Then you got a couple guys from Man uh, Man City on that team. Yeah, which you is know? you know the the rich of the riches. You're right about yeah. that. USA wins on Saturday, though. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Um, oh, final thought. Give me your thoughts on the Eagles, real quick. Just give me where, like, where we're at. We're where yeah. we're at. You know, I mean, the ten and one. It's it's 
I just laugh because how many people, you know, you spoke to in the offseason, oh, I got them going 10-0, and, and yeah, then yeah. they were right. They were you know, right. Don't you hate that? Me? Unbelievable. Yeah. When some dude um, makes this totally asinine prediction and then it turns out like, to be yeah. true. I told true. you. I told you they were going 10-1. Right. Like, and, right. and then they just keep tweeting you saying, see, you were a hater. You didn't right, believe right. they'd go 10-1. You're hey, like, man, oh, I, I, health is everything. If they're healthy, they're one of seven teams that can win the Super Bowl. I believe three from the NFC. Let's go. You got San Francisco in that mix, I'm sure. And Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Dallas, you got to yeah. put Dallas there too. Yep. Nobody wants to hear that, but nobody yeah, wants right. to hear it. Right. But they're, they're legit. They're legit. And if they get Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, hopefully, he's, hope. hopefully he's taking a lot of Ambien still and, you know, sleeps right through that. Phone right. Call. <laughs> He'll sleep through the flight. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Great to see you boys. Hey, yeah, man. One last thing. Yep. Uh, Mikey misses retirement. You worked with him. I worked with him as a producer on his program. You shocked that uh, Mikey Miss isn't on the uh, airwaves anymore? He, he retired. I just saw he's doing a show at the Philadelphia International Airport with Seth Joyner. <laughs> well, he is doing <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Nah, like, can't you just sit home and count your money and golf? Yeah, right. I thought he was opening a, uh, the wine vineyard. joint, the vineyard, yeah, vineyard in Virginia. Yeah. Well, in the right. one down in oh, Cape May, I think so. Yeah, in oh, New yeah. Jersey, not in in Virginia. He was looking at one near Charlottesville way back years ago. I was like, dude, that's the that's the move right there. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, I think we're all in agreement, man, that he was the the main cog of that radio station, and and he should have had the opportunity to do it his way. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. You know, uh, we know how these things work behind the scenes, too, as well. Um, yeah. You know, look, it is shocking, um, but there, there's no doubt about it that, you know, he was far and away better than what they have on there right now, right? You yeah, know, I, that's what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. yeah. All love and respect. I tend to agree with the caller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, was, this was great, Sean. I'm glad we did this. Absolutely, yeah, boys. This, yeah. Anytime, I was man. Sean last year at the Wings games, Harry. They brought oh, yeah? him in. We're back. <laughs> Brace back for wins coming up uh, four weeks left in the season, right? And December in the 15th. Yep. All right. Oh, man. Appreciate it, boys. All right. All right. There he is. Sean Brace from Fox Gambler giving us, uh, dropping some serious Harry. Oh, yeah. Serious soccer knowledge. I love He's it. He's into it, man. That's great. He's into it. That's um, See, that's the way it works, though, because... Like you, you get into something that you were never into before, but it's got a huge following that you mm-hmm. didn't know about. Yeah. And then you realize when you get into it, holy cow, there's so much stuff around it too. Like all those shows about the EPL league behind the yeah. scenes stuff, like it's like hard knocks, but for the EPL and stuff. Right. Right. So you got all this stuff to consume. That's so fresh to you because you've never consumed it before. Right. It's like a whole new world you found. You know? Yeah, it's like a sport was developed now, so that you don't have the jaded history with it. Right, right. So it's great. Good. All on. right, uh, I got to tell you about Som Sleep. If you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Som Sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced Som Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, and sleep is the best form of recovery. It's helped NFL founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. It's quite simple. All you do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bedtime, and your body will naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements are going to leave you groggy in the morning, but not Psalm Sleep. You'll wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom.com and use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Get some sleep. I tell you what, I upgraded my sleeping arrangement. And when I was at uh, Costco yesterday, Harry, 
Yeah. I bought for the studio and the futon with the four inch uh, memory foam mattress topper that I had mm. basically here in my apartment at the studio. Um, I bought some flannel sheets. Ah, oh. slept on them last night for the first time. First of all, yeah. making remaking the bed total pain in the ass. Oh uh, yeah, I, I do it every day. Uh, uh, but uh. like pulling off the the fitted sheet. Yeah, the whole thing. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I tucked the I tucked that sheet in there like a military bed. This you thing bounce is, a quarter you on could it, bounce huh? a quarter off of it. Yeah. Yep. It's like a hotel that a, bed. That and a, a stripper's ass. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. But the, the, the flannel sheet, I'll yeah. tell you, gave me some good. I got some good sleep last night based on the flannel sheet. Uh, that's so. good. I used to have flannel sheets when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, Love I lived them. at home. Yeah, they, they made a difference, man. This yeah, time this time of year, of year for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I know you saw it, but Christy McVie died. Yes. Of Fleetwood Mac fame. Yeah, I loved her. You know, it was sort of like, I mean, I got to know Fleetwood Mac, you know, in the mid 70s, right around, you know, when Buckingham and Knicks came in and they did the mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac album and then rumors, they really exploded, obviously. But it was sort of like a Jan and Marsha thing in the Brady Bunch, where I always gravitated towards Jan. Everybody loved Marsha. Everybody loved Stevie Nicks. Nobody paid attention to Christine McVie. She was my favorite. Is that right? Two. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know I yeah. didn't know that you weren't a Stevie guy. You no, were it's not that I wasn't a Stevie guy. It's just that, you know, I, I gravitated towards Christine McVie more. I thought yeah. she was a, a better, well-rounded musician, too. Vocalist? Yeah, vocalist and a keyboard player. Didn't she, she said, go out said, on her own at one point? Well, she might. She was out, out out on her on her own before she joined Fleetwood Mac, and then va- married John McVie, who was the bass player. She was Christine Perfect, which was her real name, and she had a solo career which didn't go anywhere. And then joined a group called Chicken Shack, which was like a blues group over in in Britain. Mm-hmm. And from there, she came into Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I thought she had like a big hit though by herself. That was a maybe solo. in the eighties. Yeah, Where that's what been, I'm thinking. Maybe was it was it uh, get a hold on me? I yeah, it that was. was a, I thought that was a Fleetwood Mac song. Mm, I don't know. No, I, oh. I thought she had one. Maybe because it probably just sounded like Fleetwood Mac. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, and, and it might have been her own. Same but you flavor. make love and fun. I mean, you're sitting behind that electric piano doing mm-hmm. you. You make love and fun from rumors. That's just yeah. as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was great. That's, how old was she? Are? Uh, I want to say seventy eight. Wow. 79, late 70s. Is, yeah. is how old Stevie? Look at that. Yeah. Because yeah. how old can Stevie Nicks be? Like, she's got to be probably early 70s, right? Yeah. She was so young. Yeah. She's 74. Oh, 74. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah so Christine Jeez. McVeigh will have to pour one out for her. Yeah. Absolutely. Stevie Nicks was married to Joe Walsh at one point. Was she married? Were they married? No, I don't think they were no. married. No, no, just it was they were all intertwined, like the Eagles, you know, Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty. Like she was like the an, an unofficial heartbreaker, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, like all those bands, and they were all the bands that I liked. Were all kind of like you know intertwined. Yeah, she able. Um, she also dated Don Henley. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so she made way through that, but it's like she one ever... big commune. Yeah, well, yeah, in a lot of ways. She's only five foot one. Yeah. Stevie Nicks. So yeah. Tiny. I saw her live. 
Oof. in uh, 81, I want to say, was the her first solo records tour. And Joe Walsh warmed up for her. That was phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did yeah, you that see was, that tour? That was like the third concert I ever went to. The first one was Yes in the round at the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. The second one was Ted Nugent at Stabler Arena in wow. Le- at Lehigh University. Not Ken Stabler Arena. No, no. <laughs> and then was uh, Joe Walsh and Stevie Nicks at the Spectrum. Now, who opened for Yes for that tour, Eric? Uh, I don't think you anybody were, did. No? Okay. No, I don't think. I think it was just them. Yeah, the, the first concert I ever saw... They, it was at the Spectrum Showcase Theater. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Mm. And a guy that my best friend growing up, his sister was a huge fan of Adam Ant. Oh, wow. So it, it was right after his album Strip came out. So it wasn't the Goody Two Shoes album. It was the okay. next one. And it, I we went and saw Adam Ant, and the opening act was The Romantics. Oh, yeah. They had a couple so, of hits. Yeah, What I Like About You, of course, yep. was the big one. Now the Spectrum the dr- Showcase Theater is that where they just sort of cut the the arena in curtained half? It. Yeah, yep. yeah. If they curtained it, yeah, yep. And it, it was a great place to see a show because they curtained it in half. Yeah, and everything was like right on top of it. I saw one show like that, and that was Velvet Revolver. Wow, the Spectrum Showcase Theater in the nineties. You wow. know, whenever they were they were hot. Velvet was Revolver cool. with yeah. Scott Weiland, Scott Weiland, and Slash. Yep, from Guns and Roses. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Wow, that's an interesting show. I re- I remember when they were touring around together, mm-hmm. and then Wyland, of course, went back to STP, and then yep. eventually uh, passed away not too long ago. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, the Eagles, real quick. Do you want to hit on them? Do you have any thoughts that you want to give beyond what we talked about with Brace? Because ten and one. Yeah, I mean, I'm worried about this week. You are. Yeah, this Tennessee. is a this is the type of team that can beat them, and Tennessee. Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, and they're just very physical, and I know the Eagles want to prove how physical they are, and they are very physical, too. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, Tannehill's been about pretty, the D a little bit, huh? Tannehill's been pretty good, though, the last couple of weeks since mm-hmm. he came back from injury. Um, but uh, you know, this is just the – I took Tennessee plus the six in a wager. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be a good game, a good test for the Eagles at home because then they have three straight road games. They haven't played the Giants yet. That's crazy. Uh, the Giants play Washington this week at the Meadowlands, and Washington is favored. Why? Washington is a two and a half point favorite on the road. Oh, that line's to talking to me. Yeah, I know. Talking I, to me, Harry. I know. I know. But, <laughs> but the Eagles then play at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas, all three in a row. Oof. That's a tough little stretch there. Uh, and to get Dallas as the last leg of it, yeah. three road games is rough. And Dallas is looking good right now, too. Yeah. I mean, you know. So it's going to be great. I um, mean, you know, I agree with Brace and you. You know, the Niners. Everybody's loving the Niners now. You you listen to yeah. all these, you know, halftime shows, pregame shows, whatever it is. They're all on the Niners that they're yeah. going to make this big run. They got a pretty tough schedule though. They got Miami this week at home. That's going to be a good game. Tampa Bay at home, um, at Seattle, and then Washington. Washington mm-hmm. will play them out in San Francisco. Okay, yeah. So they got some so, tough opponents coming up. Yeah. Now, now is really when it gets good. Yeah, and and you got to see who is able to stay healthy or get guys back and mm-hmm. what they are when they come back. That's the big key right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, playing great in the beginning of the season is awesome. Puts you in a position for home field. Right. I mean, Vikings, another good team, but you got to look at it and go, okay, what are we going to be 
as we head into these playoffs because that's all that's going to matter at this point. You're in position. That's great. But right. And and the Eagles, you know, with 10 wins, they're three games up on the Niners as far as, you know, for home field advantage. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really worried about San Francisco. I think San Francisco would will definitely have to come here in the playoffs if they meet. And Minnesota, the Eagles own the tiebreaker because of the head to head. Yeah. So they're in a great position yeah, to have they home really field are. throughout. They, yeah. They're in a great and that that's gonna that means a ton in football mm-hmm. still. I don't it think does. it means as much in other sports, but I think it means a ton in football. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And the AFC is getting really interesting too, because my Buffalo plays tonight. And New England, it's a must win for New England if they entertain any kind of hope for the playoffs. I think it's going to be really close, and New England might win it. Uh, Buffalo's kind of fallen, been looking very normal over the yeah. last couple of weeks. Human. Remember back after week three, everybody said, oh, Buffalo's going to win the Super Bowl. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I tell you, that AFC now with Tennessee, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati is coming on too mm-hmm. now. And they play Kansas City this Sunday. This week's a really good NFL week. Yeah. A lot of good games. The league, I mean, there's been some really good football. I mean, yeah, even Thanksgiving oh. delivered good games. And the college, too, over the yeah. that weekend. From Thursday through Sunday, it was four great days of football. Yeah. It really And sometimes was. at this time of year, you don't get that. That's right. That's but right. You, you are right now. It's great. Um, we'll see if Hurts can end up, you know, having a really good finish to the year because he could. he's definitely in that MVP conversation. Oh, he's the leader right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, God, man. It, People it, coming in crazy. with so many questions. Yeah, it came in with so many question marks about him. Like, is he the guy? Can he take the next step? Got him to the playoffs last year. Yeah. But, man, his game has gone to a whole new level. Well, yeah, and, and you saw who they played last week, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, mm-hmm. who they're done now, okay? He got yeah, hurt, cooked. and I you know, I guess he's going to be able to play this week. I don't know. He says he wants to. But you look at what Howie Roseman did for his quarterback, you know, in getting through the draft and free agent acquisition, getting him weapons. Where it's yeah. like, you know, now the kid, he's got stuff to work with. And look yeah. what Aaron Rodgers has. You know, you, you know, Sammy That's the Watkins. story of Aaron Rodgers' career. I know. Aaron. Yeah, especially after losing Devontae Adams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's been this great quarterback for so long, but they've never surrounded him properly. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I heard uh, the Mad Dog is doing that thing on ESPN sometimes, and I saw some clip of him tweeted out mm-hmm. going nuts about the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does that show with Stephen A. once yeah. a week on ESPN yeah. too. I think it's on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's what the clip was. Okay, he, yeah. He was pontificating, of course, about I'm tired. It's forty nine a team. Now people are noticing my vest here on the chat. John yeah, Shell vest, Harry uh, says, "Ah, oh, Harry with the beautiful vest." Yeah. Then Joey AJ, B. AJB goes. He's a vest man. <laughs> You're invested in the vest. And then Joey B says, Harry with the vest looks like an airline worker guy. The guy that guided his jet into the gate in oh, Denver. Right? You gotta get yeah. you gotta get you some of those the, uh yeah, the, flashlights. The, the flashlights. Yeah. I could I could work down at the airport. I actually thought about that. I think you'd be good like on an aircraft carrier. Landing F 14s <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> catching the wire yeah yeah you're you're waiting on the guy to take a give you've got to take off faster you gotta get off this this <laughs> ship <laughs> uh, this is a peter millar vest oh yeah, it's just a nice vest. very light makes a yeah. makes a difference when you're out there in the wind the way it hangs on you yeah it's like it's almost like baldy suit oh no nothing's <laughs> like baldy suit remember him just gawking over that suit oh i know yeah. 
She walks in. Beautiful like, suit. Look at that suit. Where'd you get that suit? <laughs> well, he's like, Ventresca. <laughs> was it Ventresca? I don't oh, think probably. it was. That was a freebie, you know that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, I, before we go here, I wanted to know, did you see this tweet that I just liked? I like stuff so I can go find it. Uh, Buster Olney. It, right, Harry? Right. Buster Olney, a day ago, says he spoke to a longtime agent and, quote, the Phillies will wind up with one of the shortstops, the yeah. elite short, Trey shortstops. Turner. That's going to happen, the guy says. And we're talking about Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, or Trey Turner. Wow. <sighs> Which one would you take? What, what, I'd take your... any of them. But, I, yeah. you know, like we've been hearing about Trey Turner for a while. There have been rumblings about that for a while because he's buddies with Bryce Harper. And yeah. Bryce Harper seems to get what he wants. And, uh, you know, yep. he's, um, as deserves he deserves that. Yeah, as he should. So I, I'd love any of those guys. But give me Trey Turner since it, it seems like, you know, the rest of the, the squad seems to already want him, apparently. But think about that. Then you move, I guess they move Stott over to second base. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, another big bat in a lineup, man. Gives you a little more versatility. Yeah. That could happen this this weekend. They're out in San Diego, I think, for the owners' meetings right now. Yeah, and that's when all great. that stuff goes down. See, they got to the World Series. They got close, mm-hmm. but that's not good enough. So that's great. You get a guy like Dombrowski in here. Yep, he's going to take care of business and and elevate them even further. Now Harper's going to be out though a while. Harry's having yeah, right. He had the surgery. Yeah, so he's going to be out what the first half of the year. Uh yeah, I believe so. And then he'll just be you know a DH. Yeah, you know, that's fine. That's yeah, it's fine. Just just put yourself in position to go to the postseason, and you have him clicking on all cylinders at the right time. Absolutely. Oh, Um, let's tell the people about Fudge Kitchen, Harry. Yeah, man, Uh, the original Fudge Kitchen. That is the official sponsor of Not for Long Media and the Ogs Podcast. Original Fudge Kitchen's a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations in Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of the fudge in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to go in person, not a problem. And in holidays, great gift idea. They ship a across the United States. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com, the original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Mm. Uh, Joey B says that uh, Mert needs to get Rick Beato on as a guest. Oh, yeah. On the OG's podcast. You think he'd come on? I've I've messaged him, but I have not gotten a response. He's got Ah. a huge following nowadays. Yeah. So I imagine he's not looking to come on some donkey podcast. <laughs> His latest video, though, I'm going to have to watch this, is the reaction to the new Metallica song, Luxy Turna. And what is your I got to react to the, the new Metallica song, as a matter of fact. You don't like it? I, I saw like 30 seconds of it, and I just had, I was doing something, so I didn't have time to really... I'm not going to like it. I know that. Why? Because <laughs> it's new. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're it's one not of those Justice guys. for All, Harry. Okay, Jesus. Unless you have a hidden track from the Injustice for All sessions, I'll take a pass. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be cool to like the new stuff, right? I, I like that new album, the Hardwired album. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some good songs on that, a lot of great riffs. But I don't know. I saw some. I didn't watch the videos, but I saw videos saying the new song is shit. So. Oh, really? But I'm not going to let them decide for me. I'll watch it. So. I'll, I'll see what's going on. Well, maybe you could watch it between now and next episode and give us a full review. 
Yeah, I'll give you a full review on Lux Eterna, the next, uh, the new Metallica song. Apparently, the uh, tour is going to be coming as well that mm. uh, Lars announced. We're going to do a tour. <laughs> so that's always good by me. Mm. I don't care if you what you put out new, just give me tours. I'm into the tour. So, so I'm, am I. The PGA yeah, you, tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although well, you, you have seen Metallica, you and I have seen Metallica yeah, together twice. Twice at the Link and at the Wells Fargo Center. Indoor yeah, and Wells outdoor Fargo experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Really fantastic. Good. You put All that right. on a tee for me. I had I, to hit that one. I didn't even know I put it on a tee for you. Yeah. Pardon the pun, Harry. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Episode right. 43 is in the can. We'll talk to everybody next week on another brand new episode of the Aji's podcast. Everybody have a great week. We'll see what happens with the Eagles and uh, tights this weekend. And we'll talk to you next week on another brand new episode. Any last words, Harry? Uh, go Team USA. There you go. Loving you isn't the right.